everybody, and welcome back. It's Moya Fox here again, reading my audiobook short stories. Here's one I'd like you to listen to. It's about a black Caribbean female um, who's a CIA agent, and she works overseas. Regina Reynolds, CIA agent, helps capture a terrorist. During her adventure, she realizes she is in love with her CIA partner, Manny. This story takes place in also Norway. All Regina did was return things. She worked for the Central Intelligence Agency. She was stationed overseas. She was a pretty black Caribbean female, and she was a CIA agent. She had long black hair, shiny black eyes, and a slender athletic body. Regina Reynolds loved being a CIA agent. The training was grueling and long. It was worth it if she could help people. Also, she liked catching bad guys. She got a call from her boss that works in the U.S. Army. Her boss wanted her help in capturing a terrorist. Regina Reynolds said yes. Little did she know she would get hurt. Who sent you, a man said. CIA agent Regina Reynolds' lip was bleeding. Her hands were tied behind her back. She was sitting on a stool. She kept her head down and said, I'll never tell you. A gun was pointed at her. There was a loud bang. She was shot. Regina Reynolds slumped over. She blacked out. She woke up in the hospital. In the hospital, Regina Reynolds slowly woke up. She was groggy and slowly opened her eyes. A nurse came in quietly and changed her IV bag. Where am I? Regina Reynolds said. Also Norway, the nurse said in English. The snow was coming down fast. The streets were covered with snow. The people walking in the streets were all bundled up. The snow banks were piled high. The store lights were on and glowing in the night. Regina Reynolds groaned. She was shot in the chest. Her chest hurt. She closed her eyes and fell back to sleep. All of a sudden, there was a loud boom. There had been an explosion in the lab room. She was on a U.S. Army base in Oslo, Norway. It was under attack. The hospital on the army base had an explosion in the lab room. A terrorist was trying to escape and her support and his supporters threw an explosion in the lab as a diversion. In the hospital, nurses were running around. Doctors were giving orders. Regina Reynolds opened her eyes slowly. Someone was wheeling her bed out of the room. They wheeled her down the hall. Regina Reynolds groaned in pain. Her chest hurt. Someone had put a blanket over her shoulders and wheeled her outside. They placed her in an ambulance and left the hectic scene. As she was leaving the army base, the hospital exploded. Regina Reynolds could see the explosion in her eyes as the ambulance drove away. She was going to a lodge up in the mountains to rest. The roads were covered with snow. The trees were covered with snow. The ambulance drove up to the mountain 
it made its way through the snowy roads. The ambulance arrived at the lodge. The cabin was in, a, in the snow, surrounded by a forest. The man driver and the woman nurse got out of the ambulance and took Regina into the lodge. Regina's boss was waiting for her at the fr front steps. When Regina was safely tucked into bed, her boss spoke. You are at one of our station houses in Oslo, Norway. The U.S. Army hostile base was attacked. Regina Reynolds rolled her head to one side. Why was it attacked? Regina asked. Her boss sat on the edge of the bed and folded his hands in his lap. Apparently, one of the largest terrorists was at the hospital. He was chained to the bed. It seems some of his people tried to get him out of the hospital. Did he escape? Regina asked. Apparently so, her boss responded. Regina groaned in disappointment. The terrorist team exploded the lab in the hospital. Your job is to help capture the terrorists. Regina Reynolds didn't say anything. You will leave as soon as you are healed, her boss reported. Then he got up from the edge of the bed and walked towards the bedroom door. Get better, her boss said, and he left the room. One month later, the snow was starting to melt, but it was very cold outside. The streets were icy. Regina Reynolds was climbing the wall of glass windows with a suction device attached to her feet and hands. She was completely healed. She was climbing up the tall building. She got to the 12th floor. She cut a hole in the window with and unlatched the window. She went inside. She jumped down in, onto the floor slowly like a frog. She plans her, the plans to the terrorist hideout was in that office. Regina Reynolds looked down. She lifted papers off the desk. She looked in desk drawers. She looked in filing cabinets. Then she heard somebody on the other side of the door. It was voices, and she saw the doorknob turning to open the door. Quickly, Regina Reynolds hid under the desk top counter. The two men walked in. Is he safe? One of the men said. Yes, he's safe. The other man said, he is camped out in the forest in a cabin. The other man continued, the one man said, good. He poured himself a drink. The other man noticed the hole in the window. Regina Reynolds threw, knew that she was, Regina Reynolds knew that was her cue to leave. She got up from under the desk and went through the glass window. Her parachute opened up. Little pieces of glass sprayed down the down in, on the sky. She landed on the ground and ran away. She disappeared into the crowd. The two men in the room looked at each other. They were they both said they both said nothing. Regina kept running until she felt safe. She stopped. She had the information as to where the terrorist was hiding. Regina Reynolds took a taxi to the U.S. Army base. The base, on the base, they were repairing the hospital lab. 
on the bay she met with her boss. He is hiding in the mountains in the forest, <clears throat> Regina told her boss. The boss said we will get a team ready. <clears throat> the team <clears throat> will meet you there. Sounds good, Regina folded her arms and stood there. She was ready to listen to her boss's instructions. You will meet the terrorists at sunrise. The U.S. Marines will take the terrorists into custody. It is a team effort. Regina will go first and locate the position of the terrorists and the team will find you. Rest up, Regina. You're going to need your strength. Yes, sir, Regina said. The sun was shining, the air felt crisp. People were in the streets walking in the cold. Regina left the base feeling calm. She rented a Jeep and drove up the mountains in the snow to the hot springs. She entered the hot springs location. She put on her swimsuit. She entered the hot springs. It felt great. She was so relaxed. It, it feels nice, Manny said. Yes, it does, Regina said. Regina Reynolds didn't look at the gentleman who was sitting next to her on the hot springs. His name was Manny. Regina Reynolds' head was leaning against the edge of the hot springs. Her arms were stretched out and her eyes were closed. We are so blessed, Regina said to Manny. Yes, we are, said Manny. I, I feel really blessed with you in my life, Regina Reynolds said. Still, her eyes were closed. I'm glad you feel that way, Manny said. Manny was a Marine. He was a tall, dark, and handsome. Regina slowly lifted her head up and opened her eyes. There beside her was the most handsome man she had ever seen. His name was Manny. Regina moved closer to Manny and gave him a hug in the hot springs. She held him close. She said, I missed you. They knew each other. Are you all right, said Manny. Yeah, it's times like these that I want to hold on to. Regina kept hugging Manny. Manny lifted Regina Reynolds' face off his shoulders and stared into her black eyes. He bent down, he bent down in the hot spring and looked at Regina's eyes. They connected, their eyes connected. His arms were holding Regina's shoulders. Are you sure you're all right, Manny asked. Regina just stared. He had brown eyes and black hair. He waved his hand in front of her face. Regina snapped out of whatever trance she was in. I have to go, Regina Reynolds said. She got up from the hot springs and ran away. Manny stayed in the hot springs with his mouth open. He was in amazement. Regina Reynolds got dressed and into her Jeep, stick shift. She drove what, she wondered what came over her. She couldn't think of it now, but she had to get ready for her assignment. She got into her Jeep and sped away. As she was leaving, she knew what happened. She was in love. The two of them were working together and falling in love. Could it work? The sun was starting to set. The next day would be upon her. The next day was the day to go after the terrorists. Regina Reynolds went to the cabin in the woods to rest until the daybreak. She fell asleep easily.
the next morning, Regina Reynolds was up and alert. She grabbed her gear and headed towards the Jeep. The Jeep had a flat tire. She hesitated and fixed the flat. She got into the Jeep and headed down the mountain to the lake. She was going to take a boat to the location. She was going to sail up north. She had on a black tank top over black lycra uh, sweatsuit, pantsuit. She had on her black parka. She had on black leggings and black boots. Her hair was in a ponytail. She sailed that morning under the sun. Soon she was coming to where the terrorists made camp. She crouched down in the boat. The boat went a little further. She was in terrorist territory. The Drottning Old Baroque Ensemble on WBJC performing Mozart's uh, Divertimento No. 1 or Salzburg Symphony No. 1, Kishol 136. And a uh, nice bisque compact disc recording. It is um, 21 minutes before 4 o'clock. We'll have Dvorak's beautiful romantic pieces for violin and piano with James Ennis and Edward Laurel on violin and piano, respectively. News coming up at 25 past 4, and then Judith Kermick will be here at 4.30, and uh, she will keep you entertained with great classical music. At 8 o'clock, it is listener's choice. Uh, all the requests that you made um, during the week will be played by Cuddy Harrison. And that is going to happen at 8. She's putting it together now. Right then, how about um, the overture and dances from The Bartered Bride by Smetana? It's the overture of the Polka Friant and Scotchman with the Vienna Philharmonic on WBJC. <laughs> she swam. She jumped off the boat and started to swim. She swam for a while, then she went to shore. She radioed in the coordinates. She hid in the bushes and waited for the U.S. Marines to arrive. Her heart was beating fast. She couldn't wait to see Manny again, her lover, her friend, her confidant. Pretty soon, there was a tap on her shoulder. It was Manny. We will take it from here. Thank you. Regina got back into the water. She headed for the boat. She climbed aboard and crouched down. The boat drifted away from where the terrace was hiding. Once she was far away enough, she sat up. She changed her clothes and got ready to leave the boat. The boat docked by the side of the shore. Once she was out of the boat, she went to a hotel to relax. She took a nap. After a couple hours, Regina decided to go to the hotel bar and have a club soda and lime. At the hotel bar, she ran into the gorgeous gentleman from the hot springs, Manny. It was Manny. He walked up to her and smiled. Regina smiled back and gave him a slow, short kiss on the lips. Manny asked, what was that for? I just felt like it, Regina Reynolds said. Regina's hands were, were behind her back and her chin was held high. Miss, you have a phone call, the front desk person I said the terrorist has been captured he's being flown to the United States of America for crimes against humanity Regina's boss said Regina Reynolds thanked him and hung up the phone I guess everything's okay when we captured the terrorist I thought of you and your help I didn't want to go on the helicopter ride back to the states I wanted to stay in Norway and see you Regina Regina I love you Manny said 
hearing the conversation from the boss. I feel the same way, Regina said. Regina kissed Manny again and he kissed her back slowly and gently. Manny held Regina in his arms and said, I love you again. Regina said, I love you too. Regina was glad to be of service. All she wanted to do at the end of the assignment was curl up in Manny's lap. She wanted to struggle close and go to sleep. I'm sorry, she wanted to snuggle close and go to sleep. She was exhausted. She went upstairs in the hotel to rest and read a magazine. One hour later, there was a knock on her hotel door. She placed her coffee cup down on the table and got up from the couch. She answered the door. It was Manny. I thought you could use some company, Manny said. You look tired, Manny continued. No, I'm okay, Regina said. She gave Manny a big bear hug. She stood on her tippy toes and hugged him hard. She finally let go. She gave him a big kiss on the cheek. Do you want to stay in tonight or order in? Or do you want to go to, out to a restaurant in Oslo? Manny said. I would love it. I would love to stay in, Regina Reynolds said. She was barefoot. She was wearing jeans and a white button-up sweater. Button-up sweater. Her hair was in a bun. Regina Reynolds went to her hotel closet. She pulled out a board game Scrabble. Regina sat on the couch and said, Let's play. Manny sat beside her and smiled. He opened up the Scrabble game and used the pieces to spell out, Okay. That night, they told each other they loved each other. They decided it was better to work assignments together. They were in love. They lived happily ever after working assignments together. The end.